Beam Babe. Welcome to the Beam Life Podcast, where we are all about honoring your truth, prioritizing your passions, and unlocking your potential. Let's go. I'm your host, Caitlin, and it's my calling in life to create this community of like-minded, kick-ass women ready to make moves and live a life they are obsessed with. So if you're ready to be everything and more, babe, let's get this party started. Hey, Beam Babe, what's going on? This is bonus episode number four for the last 61-day challenge. We're going to be focusing on the last method, which is the M in BEAM, which stands for meditate, and our word of the week, which is create. It is no coincidence that I chose the word create to coincide with the theme of meditation because I strongly believe that our best creation is done in sitting still, silence, and looking inwards. If you're not currently in the last 61 challenge, it is not too late. I specifically created this challenge so that the community could come together and support one another in finishing 2021 with the most intention possible. So it is not too late. The date is November 22nd. And if you are listening to this anytime at the end of 2021, I highly encourage you to join on board. We do four things every single day. The B is for be kind. The E is exercise. A is attitude of gratitude. And M stands for meditate. I'll put the link to join in the show notes and I look forward to seeing you in the community because there is nothing more powerful than Beam Babe supporting one another to live their happily ever now. All right, so let's go ahead and just dive right in. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not even going to pretend for one second that I am some kind of meditation expert. In fact, It was with much hesitancy that I made the M of BEAM stand for meditate. And I really dealt with a lot of imposter syndrome when creating this because it's not something that I was in the habit of doing, even though I talk about the benefits. And I find that really interesting because oftentimes we know what's good for us, whether it's, you know, how to move our body, what to eat, what to do, how to speak to ourselves, what kind of information we consume, what kind of relationships we have, how we perform at our job, the sleep. I could go on and on and on. And we know what's good for us and we know what we should be doing, but oftentimes we put that to the side. And for me, that was meditation. And I you know, we all know the benefits that it, you know, decreases our blood pressure. It's had anti-aging effects because it reduces stress. And by reducing stress, you reduce cortisol, which is anti-aging in itself. Um, It has, you know, improved immune function, decreased anxiety, all the things, right? It's all the wonderful things that we hear. So why is it so hard to take five plus minutes and dedicate them to going inwards. I do have some thoughts about this because this is something I can very much personally relate to. Here's my thoughts on why we make meditation probably far more difficult than it really needs to be. 
First thing is we have 60 to 80,000 thoughts a day many of which are the same, right? Day in, day out, we have very similar thoughts that work in a loop pattern. That's why we are always thinking about something. So in meditation, I think, at least for me, one of the biggest mind-blowing things I realized is that during meditation, you're not expected to think of nothing, In fact, for those that can really blink out their mind, have probably had years, decades of experience in meditation. So for us newbies to be able to sit down and think of nothing is probably just not going to happen. So taking that off of our plate helps relieve so much pressure. Instead, think about just taking time away from a screen, um, stepping out of a chaotic situation. Maybe it's not um, even meditating, listening to a meditation, right? Maybe it's just some breath work, uh, going out for an active meditation like a walk, right? And I'll get into that because my second thought is why, you know, oftentimes we put up barriers for meditation is that we're doing the wrong kind of meditation. So as I was just explaining, Um, you know, we want to go into, you know, a lot of people might say here, listen to this chant, whatever it may be. And, um, repeating a mantra or a chant might not be your jive. Like that just might not work for you. And what works for someone else might not work for you. And that's why it's called a meditation practice is that it's a muscle that we have to work much like anything else, any other muscle in our body. And lastly, why I believe we make meditation more difficult than it needs to be is that we think it has to be for a long period of time. I don't know about you, but when I sit down for five minutes, especially at the start of this challenge, it felt like an eternity. And I'm sitting there, literally my thoughts are thinking, are we done yet? Are we done yet? Are we done yet? (laughs) And, um, And so I want to you know, definitely break it down that five minutes is plenty of time if you are starting on your meditation journey. And now that we are 22 days in and I have been meditating almost every day, I have increased it now to like seven minutes. And even yesterday I did eight minutes. So finding, you know, a comfortable time and then sticking with it for a while and then increasing slowly, right? If you've never run before, you're not going to go outside and run a marathon. You might start by walking half a mile. And the same goes for anything else. So having proper expectations when creating a meditation practice is so valuable. There's also tons and tons of research when it comes to meditation. And like I said, What might work for someone else might not work for you, or it might. Um, So try different things. There's tons of different apps. In the show notes, I'm also going to link an article from the Chopak Center of what, um, why meditation is so great for us and why meditate. I'm also going to link you to another podcast episode I had with my friend Gabrielle Forleo. Um, She is a trained meditation instructor at the Deepak Chopra Center, and she went extensively into the benefits of meditation and mindfulness and how it can truly impact 
our lives. I wanted to also share with you some of my personal takeaways from implementing meditation in my life over the last couple of weeks that we've been doing this challenge. And I find it pretty profound that it's only been 22 days, most of which I've only been meditating for five minutes. And here is some of the direct effects I feel. Number one is I feel overall more calm and peaceful. It has definitely allowed me to decompress in ways that I haven't been able to before. I have felt more creative. I have been able to really just um, make better decisions because I am taking time away rather than being impulsive. And I have felt more awake and more energized. Um, And I know directly that is all related to the meditation I have been doing because that's one of the newer things that I implemented um, in these last 61 days of the year. I was doing the other three pretty consistently. Um, And this is new and I have felt incredible effects. So I encourage you, if this is one of the four methods that you haven't been sticking with or you've been avoiding or you know you allow other things to get in the way, then I want to encourage you to really lean into that and why are you resisting it so much? Um, it's not that you don't have time, you've just decided not to make the time, right? Because you have time for all the other things that you allow to crowd your schedule. And as my friend Gabrielle said on our podcast, it also doesn't have to be something you do in the morning or at night. I know oftentimes I was using that as an excuse, like, you know, getting my daughter ready for school and having the morning so busy to have quiet time just wasn't realistic for me. So I just wouldn't do it. But instead, I found that in the middle of the afternoon while she's at school and I'm in the middle of work, I can step away for a few minutes and really get in my time. So I now make time for it rather than just say that I don't have time. So make it important to you, find the time that works and feel the effects that it has on your progress and like where you're going in your life. And please share that within our community via text, wherever you like to connect with me, DMs. Um, I want to hear how this is impacting your life. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to talk about our word of the week, create. Create was actually my word for 2021. Every year I choose a word that I kind of use as an anchor point um, throughout whatever I'm doing. And this was create for me this year. And the reason I chose that word was because I was coming out of a divorce in 2019, as a lot of you know, and I started my business in 20, uh, 2020, actually it all meshes together. And then, um, it was a lot of energy suck and a lot of time suck. Um, and I really felt very drained at the end of 2020 as a lot of us did. So to me, the word create is a synonym with rebirth. And how I really wanted to interpret create was to really have a rebirth of creation. I've always been a creative person, but somehow I let that part of me get suffocated. And I wanted to let that part of me really flourish. So what I have done is 
created space in my days to encourage creativity and to create things that make me happy and that bring me joy. Um, there was voids in the world and in how I saw things that I felt like could be better. And instead of just pointing fingers and saying, well, if this was different, then this would be different. I decided to create that opportunity. And that's why I like the word create, because if you don't like the way something is, you have the power to create it with your own two hands and see it out the way you want it to be. And while that road is always more difficult, it is always rewarded. So think about the last thing you created and what it felt like to either physically create something with your hands or your mind or your energy and the feeling you got back from doing that. I guarantee it was probably one of your most proud moments. Um, I would also love if you would share that in our group, right? Because sharing sparks creativity and it's really hard to create something from nothing. And when we see other women, other bean babes who are doing something magical and special with their gifts, it encourages others to do the same. So please share your gifts and what you've been working on. And I know this community is full of creative geniuses and, um, yeah, I also want to, you know, don't look just at creativity as in physical art. I can't paint or draw to save my life. But what I know I can create is community and connection, powerful conversation, right? Those are my creative gifts. So what are your creative gifts? Use your meditation time to look inward and discover that about yourself and then share that with the world. So that's what I have for you today on this bonus episode. Thank you so much for being a part of this last 61 challenge. It has been such a beautiful thing to do together. I love watching all of you do your trackers and I encourage you to stick with it. This is when it matters most. And that's it, babe. I love you. Keep beaming until next week. You are the best beam, babe. Thanks for listening to my podcast. If you love this episode, it would mean so much if you would share it with another Beam Babe or post it on social and tag me at The Beam Life so I can tell you thank you for helping me share the mission. You can also send me a text, yes, a real text, to 323-673-2709 where we can connect outside of the podcast. You can either chat with me one-on-one or just receive the weekly text I send to beam you up throughout your week. Anyways, it's been fun as always, and I'm honored to be a part of your journey. Until next time, keep beaming, babe.